Welcome. You're listening to Gravity Healthcare Hacks with your host, Melissa Brown, Chief Operating Officer from Gravity Healthcare Consulting and self-professed healthcare nerd. Monthly, we will provide industry expertise and tips to help keep your feet firmly on the ground in the world of healthcare. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today, De Minimis Debunked, Physician Fee Schedule Updates 2022. I'm here to share some good news with you. Often less exciting, this year's Physician Fee Schedule proposed rule, released in July of 2021, offered a lot of pleasant and unexpected surprises, especially as it relates to therapy. So let's unpack some of the critical elements together and discuss the advocacy that needs to occur prior to the final rule. So the proposed calendar year 2022 physician fee schedule conversion factor is $33.58. Now this is a decrease of $1.31 from the 2021 conversion factor. The 3.75% payment increase that was provided during calendar year 2021 by the Consolidated Appropriations Act will be expired, and we're expecting this overall cut to achieve budget neutrality as required by law. So we heard in some past physician fee schedule rules about significant cuts to therapy services looming, including this proposed 8 to 9% reduction overall to the therapy CPT codes in an effort to offset the increased reimbursement that they gave primarily to physicians for evaluation and management or ENM codes. Much to our surprise, the physician fee schedule proposed rule for year 2022, CMS has decided to reduce these cuts down to only about 2 or 3%, a quarter or a third of what we were expecting. Now, while any cut makes the delivery of therapy services harder in a tiny margin scenario, this is still a much more acceptable range of a reimbursement cut, and certainly less than the devastating cuts that have been discussed in the previous rule. And in a final response to the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2018, the proposed rule further clarifies what CMS wants to do in response to the Budget Act's requirement that PTA and OTA treatments receive a payment reduction of 15% for any therapy services furnished in whole or in part by physical therapist assistance or occupational therapist assistance. This would only apply, of course, to Part B residents and not to skilled residents. Renee Kinder, Vice President of Clinical Services at Broad River Rehab, explains it this way. This reduction is applicable when more than 10% of the service for time codes is provided by the physical therapy assistant or occupational therapy assistant. Furthermore, the reduction will be applied only to the 80% Medicare allowable portion and does not get applied to the 20% patient copayment. Based on this reduction calculation, the reduction would equal 88% overall or a 12% reduction and able to retain 88% of the reimbursement. So let's break this down further. How do you calculate this and what does it mean? Add up all the PT, PTA, OT, and OTA minutes for that billable code on one calendar day. Divide this number by 10. Exceeding that number by one minute would exceed the de minimis standard and thus require the modifier and would reduce payment. So let's break it down in a real life example because those numbers are kind of hard to follow. Let's say your total minutes of exercise provided by both the PT and PTA for a treatment day was 25 minutes. One tenth of that would be 2.5 minutes. So providing three minutes or the minimum requirement for one unit of billable time would exceed this standard and trigger the payment cut. 
So if the PTA or OTA delivers less than 10% of the full day's treatment minutes for a particular code or one unit, this service is provided independently of the PT or OT, then this would not be subject to the payment cut. However, if the PTA or OTA does more than one unit or 10%, whichever is less, then the payment cuts would apply. We also heard that many telehealth codes will remain active, including those for therapy through calendar year 2023, which Medicare tells us is so that there is a glide path to evaluate whether the services should be permanently added to the telehealth list following the COVID-19 PHE. The proposed rule also removed geographic restrictions and added the home of the beneficiary as a permissible originating site for telehealth services when used for purposes of diagnosis, evaluation, or treatment of a mental health disorder, and requires there be an in-person non-telehealth service with a physician or practitioner within six months prior to the initial telehealth service. CMS is specifically seeking comments about this timeframe and if the audio-only interaction would be appropriate as well. CMS is further proposing that the audio-only interactions be authorized for use when the audio-visual option is available through the provider, but where the beneficiary is not capable of using or does not consent to the use of two-way audio-visual technology. I believe this is a very appropriate accommodation for some of the socioeconomic elements that are impacting access to care, and it's wonderful to see this insight in the proposed role. Furthermore, CMS is also soliciting comments on whether additional documentation should be required in the patient's medical record to support the clinical appropriateness of audio-only telehealth, whether or not we should preclude audio-only telehealth for some high-level services, such as a level four or five ENM visit code or psychotherapy with crisis. And finally, any additional guardrails we should consider putting in place in order to minimize program integrity and patient safety concerns. Also, beginning January 1st, 2022, we see a nice bonus that physician assistants or PAs would be able to bill Medicare directly for their services and reassign payment for those services. This will give us even more flexibility as we move forward. In the end, as with all proposed rules, please make sure to comment during the comment period. Comments are due to CMS by 5 p.m. EST on September 13th, 2021. Now is the time to act. Now is the time for advocacy. Once this is placed in a final rule, we know it's gonna be much harder to make progress. Take time today to respond, react, get involved and advocate. If you'd like to learn more about Gravity's therapy services, please see the links in the podcast description or feel free to reach out to me directly. Thanks for joining us. And if you enjoyed today's content, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Remember, it's not just what you know, but how you apply it that makes all the difference. See you next time.